Hello and welcome to St Tom's Online. Please find this morning's recording of Morning Prayer. Well, good morning. Welcome to uh, St Thomas's Church, Fair Oak. Morning Prayer on Saturday the 20th of March. Just wait while uh, people join us. And uh, looking outside, it's slightly grey this morning, but I think it's going to be fine throughout the day. We look forward to fine weather. So I'm using uh, Lectio 365 uh, this morning, and um, we're all this week the writers of Lectio 365 have been continuing a journey through um, the theme of Holy Saturday, that mysterious day between Good Friday and Easter Sunday. And it's been so uh, helpful and so enlightening to, uh, to do that. So, um, yeah. They've also been drawing on the wisdom that can be found in Pete Gregg's book, God on Mute as uh, perhaps we together wrestle with the whole theme of unanswered prayer and the, the challenges that we have in our own lives. So welcome Deirdre, Sue, Pauline, lovely to have you with us this morning. So let us enter into God's presence this Saturday, the 20th of March, using Lectio 365. As we enter prayer now, we pause to be still, to slow our breath down, as it were, to re-centre our scattered senses upon the presence of God. Welcome, Mary. So for, for some of us, perhaps um, it's not too difficult to slow down. Whilst other of us uh, have been busy and it's good to be able to slow down. Either way, we come into God's presence where we are welcomed, where we are embraced and where we are loved. A prayer of approach. Holy Spirit, when I feel alone, when we feel alone, we are comforted because you pray with us. When we are silenced by suffering, we are grateful that you pray through us and Jesus when I feel helpless when we feel helpless we are strengthened because you're with the father right now praying for us how how encouraging to know that God is praying with us through us and for us each day. Welcome, Julie.
we choose to rejoice in God's comfort this morning, joining with the ancient praise of all God's people in the words of Psalm 42, which say, Why am I discouraged? Why is my heart so sad? I will put my hope in God. I will praise him again, my saviour and my God. And the psalmist there is, is perhaps touching on this idea of uh, how we feel, how we are inside of us. And yet we will put our hope in God. And maybe as we explore the theme of Holy Saturday, it's the, get, the gap, as it were, uh, between those two things, how we're feeling and the expectation that God uh, is on our case and we can hope in him. Eugene Peterson, the writer of The Message, brings a wonderful spin to this passage in Hebrews 12, which reads, God is educating you. That's why you must never drop out. He's treating you as dear children. This trouble you're in isn't punishment. It's training, the normal experience of children. While we were children, our parents did what seemed best to them. But God is doing what is best for us, training us to live God's holy best. At the time, discipline isn't much fun. It always seems like it's going against the grain. Later, of course, it pays off handsomely, for it's the well-trained who find themselves mature in their relationship with God. Welcome, by the way, to Julie and to Sin. The Bible leaves me, says uh, Pete Gregg, in no doubt at all that when God is silent, he is not absent, even if that's the way it feels. Martin Luther argued that God withdraws and falls silent in order to draw us into the deeper relationship with him that is only possible when we move beyond merely outward experiences and purely rational understanding. If Luther is right, then the silence and unknowing of Holy Saturday are essential to growing deeper in my relationship with God. The silence of God is intentional. It is one of the great disciplines he puts on his children that I may share in his holiness. To take a phrase from Hebrews 12. So that's, that's an interesting idea, isn't it? The idea that God's silence 
not his absence. He, he cannot be, he never is absent. But his silence is somehow intentional. As with all discipline, it, it is for our good. And draws us ever closer to him, ever deeper in our walk with him and in our maturity. Oh, these are hard, difficult, yet warming ideas and concepts this morning, I hope we find. So how can we really know that God is present even when he is silent? Father, dear Lord, we want to thrive not just survive in this difficult season. We want to emerge from this somehow stronger and wiser and somehow looking a lot more like you. Is there any evidence visible to me or to anyone that loves me that you might be refining and maturing me through the difficult things I'm having to endure? Is there any evidence visible to me or anyone else that you may be refining and maturing me through the difficult times I'm having to endure? For some of us, that may be very tough, very hard, lots of things to endure, and it may feel a burden. But maybe, just maybe, we can glimpse hold of this idea that God is, nevertheless, or perhaps because of, doing the job of re refining and maturing us. Mm. So, Lord, I'm amazed by the faithful saints who have loved and obeyed you year in and year out when they have not sensed your presence or heard your voice in any way. Maybe we know of those historically or even in our own experience, people who have just been faithful. Even though you have appeared to be silent, yet not absent. This is heroic faith. God, in the quiet, I bring to mind someone now serving in what seems or feels like your silence. Would you strengthen them, encourage them, shape them more and more into your image and likeness? What could I do to encourage them today? My mind is is drawn to those who particularly ha are, have been struggling, are struggling with long COVID. Oh Lord, will you meet with them, encourage them this morning, let them know you are on their case. At this point, I'd just like to pray 
for one or two people who are, have particular needs. Julie has asked to pray for her son-in-law, Sadiq, as he takes the life in the UK test this morning. Lord, will you bless Sadiq? We would love it for him to pass this test. Thank you for Becky Stupple, who's now at home uh, following her car accident. Thank you for preserving her life. Thank you for all the doctors and nurses and others have done for her in hospital. And we pray for your help now as she is at home uh, receiving help and support from from mum and dad. Bring healing to each bone, each scar, and for any mental scars also, Father, will you bring your healing to Becky and for her sister Hannah after her uh, major operation. Lord, may she recover well. Restore her, we pray. And for little Noah Aquino, thank you so much, so much, Father, for the improvement that he has made in recent days and ask that this would continue that he would have um, uh, more and more strength in his bones, in his muscles, and he will be able to feel stronger. Do bless mum and dad and his siblings as they support him and pray for him. Encourage them. Continue your work, I pray. Welcome to others who've joined us, for Litha and for Jenny and for Sharon. Good to see you. And pray for um, for Martin, that you would bring healing and restoration to him. And as we think of our, those who, who struggle within our church fellowship, knowing that it's Difficult at times to keep tabs on uh, on each other and to support, uh, but we pray your blessing on those particularly who are struggling, perhaps in silence, that they would reach out and find help this morning. We thank you for Thursday's PCC meeting, for decisions made and for decisions still to be made. Lord, will you guide us and above all we pray. Uh, guiding a, a new person, new family, to uh, fill the vicarage, Lord, to lead us here at St Thomas. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Continue to add them to the comments as we progress through. And as we return to our passage this morning from Hebrews 12, we ask, Lord, you'd open our ears to hear your word and our hearts to yield to your will once again. Hebrews 12 reads, God is educating you. That's why you must never drop out. He's treating you as dear children. This trouble you're in isn't punishment. It's training, the normal experience of children. While we were children, our parents did what seemed best to them. 
But God is doing what is best for us, training us to live God's holy best. At the time, discipline isn't much fun. It always feels like it's going against the grain. But later, of course, it pays off handsomely, for it's the well-trained who find themselves mature in their relationship with God. Now, discipline isn't much fun, and often we feel cranky and uncomfortable when being stretched in new directions. But God, I long to be mature, solid and secure in you. I want your holy best. Bring it on. I have that sense of, of uh, a challenge this coming week. I've got two uh, assessments uh, in my work, two different jobs. And that's a sense, isn't it, of being... Uh, perhaps uh, brought up, challenged, hopefully encouraged as well. We invite you, Father, to do your work of maturation in us, making us secure in you. We join with King David in a prayer for God to search our hearts. Oh, welcome to Moira and Pauline. Good to hear that about uh, Martin and Pauline. So Psalm 139, search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in us and lead us in the way everlasting. Lord, we give you our anxious thoughts. We don't invite them, we don't like them, but Lord, there are many things that can make us anxious and we bring to you the whole uh, vaccination scene. Thank you so much for all those who've had their vaccinations. Got my sticker. And we bless you, Father, that uh, this is one great step, big step to uh, to our fighting uh, the virus. And pray that you continue to help all those involved in the vaccination programme, that despite the huge numbers, there would be uh, clarity and good communication. And above all, that you'd use these vaccine, vaccines, Father, to protect us and help us fight. Yeah. So now as we prepare to take this time of prayer into the coming day, the Lord who loves us reminds us in 1 Peter 5 that the God of all grace who called us to his eternal glory in Christ after you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm and steadfast. And I guess that's the, the hope, isn't it? That we need to cling on to, that the discipline, the, the hard, difficult times that we go through are not just um, simply to be endured, although sometimes that's how it feels, but that it is going 
They are going to strengthen us, make us firm and steadfast. So, Father, help us to live this day to the full, being true to you in every way. Jesus, help us to give ourselves away to others, being kind to everyone we meet. And Holy Spirit, help us to love the lonely and the lost, proclaiming Christ in all I do and say. May we gather all our prayers together in the words of the Lord's Prayer, any version, any translation. Uh, I'm using uh, the more up-to-date contemporary version. We say together, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. So thank you so much uh, for joining me this morning. It's been lovely to have uh, a little little crowd uh, with uh, with joining in prayer, and uh, well, you we are all invited to morning worship tomorrow, being Sunday the twenty first of March, uh, to morning worship uh, virtually uh, at St Tom's. The, the link is always on. Uh, our website page, homepage. So I hope that uh, you enjoy the rest of your day, that you may know God's peace and his help. And thank you so much for, uh, for, for your company this morning. God bless you. Hope to see you tomorrow morning. <laughs>